0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
1: Right, Slaney, so anyway, we're here. Open Go Fans Forum brought to you by who? Glens Vodka, one of your best sponsors that ever been, isn't he? 100% manager of the month awards. Joined by a live audience as well, some social media fan influencers for various clubs in Scottish Premiership who will have their chance to ask questions, challenge the panel on their team's situation going into this spot. Thank See, fuck, fuck me, Faddy's here. You go.
2: To- and I- told you you started it. <laughs> <That> was rubbish.
3: <laughs> no, thank God Faddy's here. The last time I think a few people asked me and it was nothing short of an embarrassment, the answer I gave back, wasn't it? No. So you found find Faddy's your homework I- though, haven't I- you? Already no. the night no I know my stuff I've been watching a lot of games and I think I should have been doing that for a year shouldn't have but I'm here tonight. right what well, we're starting with we're joined by Bobby Nwanze, the Rangers
1: fan Bobby give us a bit stand up actually give us a twirl mate.
3: go on, Bobby. Go on Bobby. Oh,
1: Bobby big round of for Bobby alright <laughs> well that's the panel first uh, day after Rangers lost to Celtic Scottish Cup final uh, what's your feelings about things at Rangers under Michael Beale so far Kevin Kyle ex-Rangers legend
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell <laughs> By the way, Gogsy, that's one of the best shirts I've ever seen. Amazing. Gogsy, won't the this show the audience? This is fucking outstanding. Incredible. Come on, Gogsy!
4: Come on, Gogsy! Yeah. Yes! Oh, Go on there,
3: Gogsy boy! He didn't want that, didn't he? No. no.
5: <laughs> didn't need that. Um, right, my opinion on Michael <laughs> Beale and Rangers. I don't think they've obviously they've no troubled Celtic too much. They played a bit better yesterday, but Celtic were shit and they still couldn't beat them, so I'd be worried, but Use a Rangers fan Bobby I think you probably wait till the big transfer window in the summer um, possibly maybe 10 players coming out maybe needing 10 or 12 come in That's yeah, a big um, transition
6: Yeah I think um, the starting lineup. I think we'll be very surprised to see if they actually come back in the summer if we keep them on um, you're looking at the quality of Raskin and Cantwell you can only hope Beal looks at that kind of quality but Personally, watching the game, I was at the game, and to be honest, I think majority of Rangers fans knew we weren't going to win, but we'll hope. It. I didn't think we were going to get pumped or anything like that. We've gifted Celtic so many goals in the last few fixtures, and the way we gifted that, it just basically sums us up. And with Sakala missing the open goal, that sums up our season, to be honest. So sums uh, up Sakala, really. What, what players would you keep in, Bobby, for that starting lineup? <laughs> yesterday? Some people might not agree with it, but I'd get rid of Tav. Wow! I'm, I just think to myself, you know, Borna, I think everyone will agree with Borna. I'd keep Goldson, obviously, Davies. Uh, one, he's not been the best this season, but I think he knows that. But I don't really like when players come out and say, oh, I know I'm not playing well. So if you know you're not playing well, what are you doing to fix it? Do you know? So keep him, um, Cantwell, the midfield, the front three look. Cantwell kept running with the ball. Sorry, I'll answer your question. Um, I'd keep the middle three. Uh, sell Tav. McGregor's been a great servant. He shouldn't be in goals for us anymore bonner has got to go front three. Listen, I'd drive them out of Glasgow personally. <laughs> honest to God. Um, Ryan Kent, I think that sums him up. I think he's done.
5: Morelos, <sighs> enough said, to be honest. I think you look <laughs> better on these, the Rangers shot than Morelos does. You think so. <laughs> Yours is tight. I'm a big boy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Square to go. <laughs> uh, you have you said, okay, if you're, you're selling well.
1: Tav, how much are you getting for a 30? What is
6: he, 30-year-old right back? And you want oh, to go and get somebody a lot better? We won't get much, obviously, but for me going forward... I just feel our back four can't keep clean sheets. It's we can't defend. You're talking about Celtic. You know, they'll never have an easy day like that ever again. But we for some reason cannot keep clean sheets. And it's the back post, Bonner and Tav. It's like they go to sleep all the time. And it's it's comical, but now it's actually expected. So for me personally, um Bill, listen, I wasn't happy or excited with the the, um, appointment but you know it is what it is he's done okay but at the end of the day you know if you're a, a Rangers fan there's only um, one title to be number one in Glasgow and right now we're not
3: so good luck to the guy and uh, we shall see what happens But well, cheers. Can I ask the panel do you think that Michael Beale has made an Im- a big improvement since he's came in and do you believe he is the right man going forward? Uh, I think it's hard
2: because obviously the performances yeah, under Geo were, we're getting to the point where it wasn't great, they didn't look competitive but I think it was only Ange and Callum Davidson that had beaten them domestically under his, his whole tenure at Ibrox which, you know, you're, you're there to, to go and obviously win the league get some of the Europa League final, wins the Scottish Cup they go through a bad spell but what manager hasn't been through a bad spell uh, I think you know Michael Beals came in and he said quite a lot that he's got his fingerprints on the current squad anyway because he was part of the you know the team before that brought them in. He was going to make signings in January. But we're going to make them better. <coughs> I think you summed it up, Bobby. Rangers fans, I know you don't speak for every single one of them, but you personally didn't believe you could win the game. I yeah. think for. Certainly, the first half it looked to me as if the Rangers players didn't believe they could win the game. Uh, and you're talking about, you know, Celtic not being great. They just put plenty of balls to the of back post. Celtic defended them. They put plenty of boys into the middle of the box. Celtic defended them. At one moment, Rangers switch off and Celtic scored a goal that we must have seen forty times this season.
6: But in the last fixtures against Celtic, you've seen the goals <laughs> you've gifted them. You know, Celtic have not had to come out of. You know, they go on with this saying we don't stop, but. Celtic didn't really play well yesterday did they? they didn't have to and I think that sums up for me yes they had possession so did we but it
2: depends how you look at gifted though because you don't go to sleep you play the whistle oh 100% but you still need to take the, take the opportunity as it, as it comes Maida's run away for goal towards the, the touchline mm-hmm. he takes a great touch as soon as he goes to swing his foot Jota's off so as much as the opportunities are maybe gifted where that one you switch off Celtic take them the, the game at Celtic Park, people say oh, it was a, a suitor mistake and a Ben Davis mistake, but it's players that are asked to play under pressure that are making bad decisions because they're under pressure, not because they're gifting opportunities. Celtic are wanting to work those those opportunities to go and get them. So when you look at it and say, oh well, they were gifts, well, you're forced into make mistakes. Does that mean it's, it's any merit a gift and good pressure for the team that you're playing against? Would you keep Tavernier, Fadi, if you were Rangers manager? 100 goals for Rangers. For right-back. Um, I think there has to be... The, the the problem they've got is there's there's nobody behind them. There's nobody challenging them or pushing them. But when Rangers... You want to go and see Rangers going forward and attacking teams and controlling games. When they're doing that, Tavernier's one of the best players. Defensively, there's always got to be a question mark, but if he's asked to play high and wide and cover, like the goal yesterday, it's it's terrible defending. He needs to see it. He needs to switch on. But I think that... What, a weeks, few weeks ago, he was inducted into the Rangers Hall of Fame. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have been in a rush to get rid of him, but what I think you need in any squad is competition.
6: And that's the thing, sorry, cutting but that's the thing we don't have that. And you're looking at going forward, the Bill's going to look at a new rebuild. You know, we want to play passing from the back. We want to play attacking football. You know, is he going to be around to be able to do that? And
2: I don't think so. Would you pay the five million for Tillman? No.
1: <laughs> I'm not, I'm being easy. <laughs> no, I'm,
3: I'm being serious. No, I wouldn't. No. Bobby, so, you've been super, haven't you? Yes, yeah, big, big, big round of applause for Bobby, boy. Bobby, brilliant. Here's Bobby. And we were joined by Callum from Celtic Fans TV. He was an absolute superstar the last time, Simon You loved him, didn't you, the last time? I thought him. Like he's a handsome boy. He nearly as good as that haircut. <laughs> That's a shocker, <laughs> man. Tucks He's done his, isn't he? <laughs> the cool, it's tux. the last thing I needed. Last thing I needed. <laughs> We got the game yesterday? Of course I was mate And what did you make it? Horrible Did Harps you actually? Uh, horrible mate
7: I, I, Just as a fan And taking it in um, These games never go Smooth The way you want them to Even though When you, you go into the game You think that Right We're better than every Single stage Rangers I've actually been Some of the boys before this um, You could actually take the boys for Hearts or Hibs And put them in Rangers front line And they're better Than what Rangers front line is You could take like Eli Johan for Hibs and Nisbet And it's better than What Kent Morelos would give you so I've seen our stat, Morelos um, and Kent have had uh, 44 appearances against Celtic and they've got six goals in 44 games combined. Kyogo um, and Jota have had four this season and have eight goals. Wow. And that tells you where everything needs to be. So
3: see, times in the second half yesterday were, were you getting frustrated when Celtic won and they sort of, <coughs> of getting out of the rain half or were you quite happy with that because of are winning? No, no, not really
7: frustrated, it's more... Celtic have a way of playing and it's never ever changed. And do you remember that famous clip with Ange and he says, Look, if other teams want to stop, that's fine. We'll, 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 we'll take that. That's what happened. It genuinely happened there. Rangers stopped for a split. Five seconds, boom, goal. Just, it happens. And it's happened all season. You, you look at the Kyle goal at Ibrox, they just stopped for a wee minute when Ryan Jack tackles Aaron Moy, falls to Kyle, boom. It's, it's happened throughout all these games. Rangers had a game plan yesterday to counteract Celtics game plan so they never actually had a plan of right how do we win how do we go on the front foot and try and beat Celtic it was more how do we stop Celtic from getting too many goals because in the last few games they've they've scored and scored and scored so they've done one part well by not obviously conceding more than one goal but they never had it not front to then get Celtic and Hurt Celtic. They had a few shots that were kind of powder puff, they were a few distance, uh, a does it worry you that Celtic's like, performance isn't as strong against Rangers in the
1: last couple of games than it is against other teams? No,
7: because Rangers are a good team. Oh. Obviously, I'm gonna to want to battle Rangers, right? But like like Rangers aren't a bad team. Yeah. They're not. Like they're they are, they are good in in, in certain games and certain spells and they do things well. They they actually played with almost like a, a five-five. At times, they never had really any up front. They almost allowed Carter-Vickers and out to give it to the fullbacks, and as soon as the fullback get the ball, you've almost got three players coming over to that side, and then when it goes to the next, they shift across again, and they just move very well. So, Raskin sat in front of the back four, and him and Lundström sometimes changed, and it almost broke Celtic up, because Celtic wanted to just try and play. But that's credit to Rangers. You have to give credit as well, because Rangers are stopping what Celtic are trying to do, but eventually, quality will tell, and Rangers... Probably a better team Going forward Than they are going back As Bobby says They can't really defend So When you're going to do that Against the best team In the country You're probably going to get punished Sooner or later And that's what happened Do you
1: think he's, a, oh. he think he's an upgrade On Joranovic Johnson?
7: He is yeah, Because he's better defensively Do you remember We spoke about Joranovic last time And he'd moved to Berlin For 7 million And it was almost a bit deflating Because you thought "Oh, Celtic are not going to get that But uh, I was asked on uh, on the channel yesterday, like how I'm do you make? I'm glad you're getting your own channel, and I, I like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I would do the same. <laughs> so uh, so we we're talking about how do you make the team even better? But you trust Andrew with what he does because I think Johnson's an upgrade. He's probably not as good going forward as Djuranovic is in the final third that putting crosses in. But he's very good um, defensively. I mean, Kent, since he's came in, has no really had a sniff in these games against him. He's, he's physical. Um, he plays a great ball uh, with his left foot. He ends up, I think it's Kent that chases him actually back the way. And he ends up yeah. playing it. He falls to the ground. He, he hits it with the left foot and he gives it to Jota running right in. It's a terrific ball. Um, Faddy talks about Starfield. He plays on the left side of centre-back and he's, he's right-footed. So he looks unnatural. As you would, to be fair, but he's he's just honestly he's so good and it's ever since I think it was uh, Hugh Keaven's called him a bomb scare and that it's it's like almost that just stuck with him. I'm telling you, they've never lost a game. Carter Vickers and Staffelt since they've it's been just started. how he looks. He looks like
2: he's going to make a mistake. I, I give you that principle. Aye, yeah. Do you know but He'll take the ball and he'll pass it left and right foot. It doesn't aye. look as good as a Carter Vickers stepping out and playing the pass. He still takes it and he Aye, still plays the passes, but I just love how aggressive he is. Do you know you know the thing is, they're not
7: actually that tall. The two of them are the oh, tall centre backs, but yeah. tell you something, they can win a ball in the air. Yeah. I think Carter Vickers he almost pins you in, and then as soon as he pins you, it's like a striker. He then rolls you, he just moves Morelos out the way, bang, and he wins every ball. And I mean, he, he was so he was he was just honestly Carvajal was was solid yesterday. He put his head in where it had
2: said on, the knees an op as well. What yeah. Is remarkable. Aye,
7: exactly. So um, so I actually said um, we spoke about how lucky it is to be Celtic's uh, Fans right now Especially in this era If you look since uh, Don't up into Polly But I'm going to uh, right, Bobby um, <laughs> boy, boy. He, he, sells, he says that don't Tavernier should be back, sold Bobby. I don't think Tavernier should be sold Stay Stay as long as he wants
8: mate.
7: Uh, Because if you look At Tavernier's History in this country Right I think it was He joined in 2015 He won the Scottish <laughs> Championship He came up He said he won a treble Another treble Another treble Another There's treble 20. Then you then you won a league when there was no fans, and then we won a treble, and it's looking that way, Bobby, my man. Looks like we're we're beating the league cup final. Well, playing Inverness, the final obviously put you out. So, I I mean to, to have any embarrassment should stay. To be fair, I hope Pierre Low gets the checkbook it.
2: I know, I know, we've moved moved on, but see, you know how you're talking about the the players that need to leave, and the one of the biggest criticisms of Rangers has been the recruitment but now obviously Ross Wilson's gone do you trust that Michael Beale can get the players because it's going to have to be what, eight or nine players out maybe the same in, at least do you trust him to be the man that charged with doing that? Honestly, um, I
6: think uh, I'm on the fence with that one because we all know moving more than four or five players in a transfer window is very tough, especially wages coming to the conversation Also, some players just want just to stay, stay on the wages they've got in contracts I don't know if I trust him, but oh I know there's no point bringing him to the club if you're not going to allow him to manoeuvre. So... um I'm just gonna leave that guy oh, let him no. oh, himself.
3: Going to himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: I'll let him enjoy himself. I oh, do him enjoy myself.
3: All right, let's
6: go, Bobby. Um, do you know it's, it's all right to make noise right now? But um, it's nice that they have a little voice and stuff like that, and he can drink his little pint well, and you know well, enjoy I was, himself.
7: I was going to say, um, don't it? Um, the training ground. You have the world's most successful football club. I think the letters will start to get peeled off soon. Anyway, <laughs> I need to watch what that's, I say.
9: That's <laughs> one, <laughs>
7: with only one major trophy. Behind Rangers One yeah. I mean they're, they're kind of Running a little bit of scared this here. this counting This year's League and Cup that That's counting So we go up to yet. I'm sure it goes up to 116 And they're on 117 Major honours And they say Well the world's most successful
10: um, They've won this They've won that They've won, the, they've won the Challenge Cup though You need to bear that I, that's Three man Listen <laughs> Hey <laughs> Just you relax you
2: know, hey. Even Livingston
6: I like Davey, right? So just you relax. Follow <laughs> me, man. Keep talking.
1: Wait, what do you want to see Celtic doing the summer and ensure success continues
7: under range? Pro- probably get in some more physical players. If you look at the, the Europe, I think Celtic are a very small team. Um, and that, that kind of tells. Rangers were quite physical yesterday. We've no only touched on uh, Don Robertson. I mean, the lunchroom. You've seen Jago get sent off. And, was a great, red. and it wasn't a red. Oh, right. But Lundstrom one's even worse than what Jago done. So the, it the rule was, I don't think it was. Bro. Rule because if you've got a high foot stud showing, two feet off the ground, but you to catch. right? You need... No, no, no. I get that right, but it's in de- It could be endangering an opponent to be fit boys ah. nowadays, right? Ah, you're so you've got that right. You've won the game. you right. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but we'll just bring this up. That wasn't a red. Barisic's gone down. Like he's been shot for somebody in the crowd. He should have been sent off for a second yellow. Then the handball. He's playing. He's playing volleyball. With a handball up there, no yeah, so better
2: argument with that. There, there, the
7: I, oh, exactly. So, there's so many things, but where I need Celtic to get better is they need a bit more physicality. The biggest game that we've seen it this year was probably Leipzig away. Do you remember the boy Silkman at right back? Remember him? I think he's like 6'4, he's an absolute monster. He can run as quick as anybody. He's, he's, physically, he's physically the strongest um, that you can actually get. And Celtic need to try and become like an Ajax, a Benfica, get the gems. Like they did with Hitattis, but they need somebody a little bit taller, a little bit more stronger. Um, I think there's a boy for PSV, like, uh, what's the mid- midfielder, is it Sangria, the boy, and he's a big unit. I think PSV signed him for like 3 million euros. Celtic need to try and beat PSV to signings like that, because now PSV are going to make 30, 40 million euros on him. So Celtic, for, to get better in Europe, so I um, probably have so to ask Is get- your
2: question in the recruitment Celtic?
7: No, but no, he's asking me how to, how to become a better club and how to actually compete in Europe because when you look at uh, Real Madrid's a different level, fair dues, but Shakhtar as well, like they've got those type of Ukrainian boys. Scotland, have seen it at the Euros as well. They were they were physical. Remember uh, Ukraine beaters. us? They, they were just, everybody looks physical. Gordon Stratton get battered in this country because they said, ah, we've no get the height in Europe. Uh, if you look across Germany and, and Holland, they're all six foot odds and they're all athletes. We're quite small. John McGinn, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, they're all small. So, is that a factor? I probably think it is at a, at a certain point. Quality will, will shine, yeah, I get that, and that's why we're winning every game here. But do you know I think the... You might get signed for Celtic in the summer, Kev.
2: <laughs> do you know how you know <laughs> think uh, on I'm far too big. You look at the game... Uh, you're too big, Kev, that's why you signed for Rangers. Look at the I European know. games, and it was chances <laughs> missed. Know. It wasn't It wasn't overrun, it wasn't physicality. Celtic missed chances in other teams, didn't they. No, 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 that, that that's a good point. Your best players are... Kyogo, Hatate, McGregor—you've just said Starfelt, Carter, Vickers on there. So would you get them out and bring in more physical players, or you just mean they, f- they fill up the squad and? And help
7: Aye, so produce. somebody that I seen yesterday is uh, Awata He's quite physical he's, he's a lot more strong He gives you, see, as soon as he comes on He gives you that bit of steel in the middle of the park So you know that um, if somebody's going for a 50-50 He's quite strong I don't really see Hatati as one that goes for a 50-50 And wants to go into it And um, Kyogo's not really the same I mean Kyogo yesterday was just an animal I mean the amount of running that the guy does Is just unbelievable So so I, if if you're wanting to get better That's just my own opinion is I think Celtic need to probably get just a three or four bodies that are a little bit tall, like your Victor Wanyama style. Somebody that's just a bit of an animal but can play just as good as Hitati can and I think that will
3: obviously help Celtic in Europe. Kev, okay, if, if Ange wins the treble, where do you rank him compared to other Celtic greats? You'll have
5: John Barnes, did not you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking John Barnes. He's right up there with your, your Martin O'Neill's and your Lennies and stuff in terms of Brandon Rogers either. Has he got a better than Brandon Rogers? I would think his team... I, the, 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 obviously watching the
7: football in the stands style, sh- isn't it? Aye. Aye they, 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 as soon as you come you Park, you're always judges what brand are you bringing which yeah. style are you bringing and I remember when obviously Neil Lennon got appointed after the, the cup uh, final against Hearts and everybody was a bit deflated because you kind of knew that the style wasn't really there and somebody... I'm not obviously bashing the guy because he, he, he's bringing so much success but you kind of knew that Rangers almost could sneak back in and compete I think Ange is almost in the same bracket as Rogers. Where as long as Rogers was here, he was always going to win. That was just it. Just was that level, and I'd probably put Ange into that category. And people like uh, Father, I was talk- I was saying about um, about physicality. There's a great point, Juranovic and Johnson. So maybe no as tall, but just a bit more stronger. If you get two or three more Johnson-like players that are just a bit steel, can run. I mean, it, like Johnson just doesn't tire at all. He just runs all the time. So if you add two or three more to that team, I think that's how we become a little bit stronger and, and you last a little bit more in Europe, probably. that's. So, so would you have Ro- Brendan
2: Rodgers above, Ange?
7: Well, obviously in success, you would say yeah, but in, fo- in football, watching it, I, I would say no, because and what well, you've got to think as well, um, when Rodgers was here... He was coming up against a Rangers team that were obviously building through through certain years. they're so still spending a, a bit of money to be fair, but it's Roger. just eh, came in against a team that was in a European final, so he's so he's obviously doing something right. And it's no like Kevin obviously says that maybe the levels no greater because the Rangers are having a wee bit of the house isn't he, in order. Well, that's nothing to do with us. Like we just we just take every game as it comes, and Andes has done that, and he but, genuinely has that motto of one game at a time, and we never stop and. That's why we seem to win all these games. Right, this is the one I've been waiting on. My God, he looks terrified he,
1: he's here. No, he's not he's no he, said a word since he got in here.
3: Faddy's, waiting Faddy's waiting nemesis, Adam. Oh. Wow, and he's got him out, I know, hasn't he? <coughs> he <coughs> he's, got he's got him out. He's he got, got him out. Him. So yeah.
11: he's, he's got him out. He's got him out. I'm shaking like a shitting dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> are you proud, aye? Happy? <laughs> not particularly proud, no. It, 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 it was coming. I think the writing was on the wall. It's something like... I think it's our worst run of form since 2007-8 and you could say their hearts have been relegated twice in that very period. I don't know, but there's, def- there's definitely things that the fans don't know about such as the snoddy. I want ass- to tell you. Plenty
3: knows what's happened,
2: tell you him, know. sonny.
11: Oh, I don't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> day, but I, I most- know
2: what you are saying in there. Wait, dag out there. I'm telling, I'm telling you do you want out next holiday?
11: Eh... <laughs> 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 uh, no, there's only a couple worse than Halliday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you got a question for the, the panel now?
11: Yeah, it was obviously Barry Robson's been appointed Aberdeen manager today. What was Stephen Naismith being given our interim manager? Have you lads ever had an interim manager come in that you've wanted to get the job? No,
2: I don't, I don't think I've played under an interim manager.
3: No, I've no, but I've heard that Naismith's the real deal, by the way.
5: He's a fucking 100%. I wonder
3: how you oh, you
2: know you're going to be sharing. i am be recording. I'll
0: selling
3: Andy <laughs> down the river, man. Oh, listen to wish, <laughs> Andy it wasn't Andy told us <laughs> oh, What did Andy say? <laughs> no, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've, I have heard Nazi's real deal. And yeah, that was one of your ex teammates, Faddy. Was it, it uh, Snodgrass I? told you that, Sladey. No no. <laughs> no, I, I've no, but look, I think it's. I think it's.
2: It's a tough job for Nese because you're saying the, the form wasn't great. They've not got a lot of time. Aberdeen's form's been incredible. Uh, you would make them favourites to finish third as much as that's yeah. going to hurt you, but you'd make them favourites. So he's got a he's got a tough job, but look, all you can do is manage a team, put a team on the part like the Ross County performance uh, and get results and, and see what it takes them. But do you think that that's enough time to judge them? What is in the split? Aye. So what he's got, like, because he's he's been brought. At, Robin Nielsen was sacked because he wasn't going to get third. So yeah. the next guy has to. truly be in for third. Yeah. So is that enough time I'm to not, judge him for long term? In the
11: press saying that 3rd is doesn't all that. Everybody at the club knows that third is all that. I wouldn't expect him to say any different. Um, but I mean, hearts are historically woeful in the split. So it's it's a tough enough job as you say. What with players confidence albeit that's been boosted with the win over County the fact that Celtic could win the league at Tynecastle brilliant start to the split thanks very much for that <laughs> um, but it might end up off with a derby win so
1: you have know, you finished or would you be happy for him to get the job next year
11: probably not no no I, I, I love Stephen East, but one of my all time favourite Hearts players but too inexperienced for me and I just think now with the situation that the club's in off the park they can surely look for some more experience. As harsh as that may sound, because again, love and easy. Who
2: who do, who do you want, or what type of manager do you want? Because the, the biggest the biggest thing was Robbie and his style. And all right, he was getting results, but it was it was almost right as soon as as soon as results go, we need to yeah. get rid of him. Uh, for the fans' point of view, I mean.
11: <laughs> I think. Look, supposedly Wilder has. Uh, yeah. you watched that that. <coughs> I
5: watched Watford Sunderland Saturday, and that would get football stopped. I swear to God.
11: There's talk about Martin Martindale. There was a Kev, competition a between the
5: goalkeeper and the defenders to see who could kick the ball the longest. <laughs> failed to take. Right, and Kenney, Ryan you've not won, won a game against us this season, so Davies
10: doing something right against you.
11: No.
1: Is it the style that you're looking for a manager that plays a certain style of football as well?
11: It's, it, um, I don't know because it, again, like the only reason that I had annoyances with Robbie was talking about closing the gap when that just wasn't sustainable. He should have said, Look, we'll pull away from the other nine teams below us first before you even dare consider challenging the top two. So but they
1: did last year, they'd done that last year, didn't they?
11: Yeah, but Hibs were. Rotten Aberdeen Rotten So you'd rather they, they, oh, this they, year, uh, they finally got decent And all of a sudden Hearts have chucked it I'm so not
2: going to go Like the last time But if your manager If your manager Comes out and says We just want to extend
5: Aye If we want get to we'll fourth no we'll interested In what's ahead
2: of us And you're happy with but that All the fans would turn around And say look He's no ambition He only wants to get better than the rest He doesn't want to go look well, up I, to me
11: I'd be. then give props To the manager For being realistic no, <laughs> Aye sure, right how <laughs> That's what fans do <laughs> innit Fans are like Your <laughs> manager's brilliant He's dead realistic yeah, it's not what well, it's just, just realistic. realistic. Well, too, like, there's, there's such a thing as too much ambition, is there not? No? How not? There's too, what, what, do you think it's too much
2: ambition to try and get closer to Rangers in terms of points? Well,
11: everybody says that it's not viable.
2: No, oh, it's well, not, they're not going to catch them, but can oh, they but get why closer?
11: I can't say it?
5: Because you want to have ambition. No, you've got to believe. You've got to believe as a fan at some point. A club the size of Hearts equally say the same. Have you said that
11: that Hearts have gone through some shit times on this last fans forum? Oh,
5: I said what? Sorry, on Adam through
11: some shit times. have gone through some shit times. They're going
5: through one right now, right? (laughs) Twenty years of it since I Ultimately, you still have to have ambition to succeed. We. I was there 2011. And we, I think at Christmas time, we were like separated by Celtic and we all Rangers fell by. off and you got injured though. You're of course just I did. That, that yeah. was always inevitable. Yeah. But <laughs> the point is, is that at that point, we were winning like 10, 11 games on the bounds and sitting in between the old firm. And like you say, I had our stayed fit, we probably would have finished second. But we didn't. They? Did right? you did yous believe you could finish second? I fucking right, yeah. we did. Because we were looking at Rangers thinking, they're not that great. We at that time, I thought Celtic were better. They hammered us home and away uh, in the time that I played before Christmas, but with Rangers, we felt that we were equally as good as Rangers. Um, How dare you have ambition? You should have been realistic. No, well, you sure you I, used know. Be below, I know. I know. We, we should have yeah. We kept we, it in house, though. I don't mind it keeping To be keep fair, it in but, house. but my point is, is that say Hearts had a got a better, seat, better start to this season, like because they didn't have the best of starts sure. in terms of the, the, the injuries they had on the table and things like that. Sure they had a better start and sure they got some good form. Why couldn't they not have been closer to Rangers?
11: Rangers had mathematically finished above us after what? I know, but what, what I'm saying Rangers? is
5: a better start. And the Celtics obviously beat Rangers a few times. Aberdeen's jumped in and helped as well. Had Hearts been a bit more consistent, had, they could easily have been closer to Rangers. Can I ask you something? With this then? season?
11: Definitely. Is that not a mentality ah. thing then? Does that
5: not stem from... How's how's the mentality Mentality thing Within the players Will believe that they can do it Right But you As a fan That was here the last time That wanted Rob you Got your wish If your mentality Is to be Further away From fourth Than closer to second That can only ring negativity Like I've played at Timecastle No it's not your fault You're a fan But as a collective As fans I've obviously took a wee bit Of stick from the hearts Fans It's the first time I've gave you a bit of grief Right it's it hurts me to do it, right? But my point is, is that I've sat in that stadium when maybe they haven't been a top, on point performance, and the fucking negativity that rings round, it's tough. And you're sitting there about Robbie. Surely he must have earned enough that when he goes a five game unbeaten run, he's surely earned the right to to have a wee bit longer time than five defeats.
11: In, in fairness to Robbie, I mean, they were talking about the fact that our away record's terrible. That's been historic for ages years Tyne Castle should be a fortress I grant you and for the most part it is but if we want to get closer to the top two our way has to improve I
12: thought
2: you didn't you want to get closer to the top two <laughs> I know. no my my point I was going to ask you is right so say this season Robbie's still the manager you're finishing the same points as last season you are 20 points further ahead in the team below you but you're you're 10 points further away from the team above what's, what's the what's the feeling then?
11: Uh, well then we're sort of making our own wee island did not we so then you're happy with the wee island you the yeah. island the sea the sand and they come so, else I, basically so, I, so, I, you're
5: happy with that <laughs> fucking hell no, so you, <laughs> what oh, you, gone.
11: you want to be like um... it needs some backing. You can't just you, like we finished as a newly promoted side. We can't then one season later challenge the top Aye. two. That's never going to happen. No, uh, so can I just
12: I to ask as question. you want as oh, a Establish yourself as a oh yes place. How, how do we make a wee Highland with Hearts fans on the end away from everybody else happen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who's going to get the Hearts job in? That's what I was going to ask you. If we're a different route, it. should we think outside the box? Another country, or will it be a
11: anybody bar someday in Scottish football? What I don't, I don't really? want, don't want a Robinson, don't want a Martin Dale, no. Nah. Was it like just with a with a style you've seen? I just something a bit different. I I think now's the time to go bold. Why not try something new? If it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. Well, like Castle. Oh, at least you've tried. You've got to go Castle <laughs> by
2: though. Because I, I know that we, I had well, it the last time. But if it doesn't work, the, the last two times it didn't work, you get relegated.
11: Well, Robbie's a, assembled what, one of the most expensive squads in Hearts history. There's the money a there
2: side's the ever too good to. No good in. They can always get in. No,
11: oh, I'm well aware. Especially that, if you get
2: the wrong guy in as a manager. I'm, I'm not having a go. To you. I'm oh just saying you've been bold before. You've been brave with Cathro and Stendhal and guys like that, and it didn't work. So was why, th- would,
11: was you, too many why would you? Why would you? changes under Cathro though, wasn't it? I mean, that
2: but that if a new manager comes in, that's a bit bold. They might want to make the same amount
11: of change. No, don't know. I've not got a crystal ball. view. you? But you would. No, I've no, But would you would
2: rather go with somebody totally out the box? I can just feel your heart course. beating through your chest right now. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm I can myself. hear it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's always it's always a thing for me. See when see when people go, manager's rubbish, no good enough, get rid of them. Right, okay. Why? I don't like your style. We said that we should be aiming for a second and we don't like that. Um <laughs> who do you want in then? <clears throat> just know somebody in Scotland, somebody a wee bit different.
1: Alright, uh, right, we're on to Swanies twin googsy. Two brothers, come on, the brothers. <laughs> I mate. Mean. Hey, Goggs,
3: don't take that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Goggs, you no. talk about good managers, Kettlewell. What a job he's done, mate. How buzzing are you?
13: Can I just say, the last time we were here, everyone was slating him. Even myself. And <laughs> <laughs> look at the difference. Kettlewell, were we were. Aye. Have you not even watched it back yet?
3: I can't even watch myself back in the performance I put in, mate. I think not you, You're only on for about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Are you buzzing, mate?
13: Honestly, I couldn't be happier. Uh, I mean, top six was always going to be unrealistic with how late we appointed Kettlewell. But, I mean, in the nine games in the league since we were last here, uh, Motherwell picked up 17 points from 27, which I think is fantastic, considering, <laughs> uh, well, everyone was saying that we, we were going to get relegated. So, that's a middle finger to everyone, including me. Yeah. You must why have he, why has that he changed? yourself,
1: though. Why has he right? changed, Gogsy?
13: Well, I think... I think he's got rid of the poison. Uh, I mean, the mentality has completely Name switched. names. Well, I said last time here, like, the poison was a mentality. I mean, we didn't look like we knew what we were doing under Hamlet sometimes. And, I mean, now, like, under Kettlewell, there's confidence, there's belief in the squad. And you can see that oozing through Far Park, and I love it.
2: How good's Big Van Veen?
13: Oh, can't get enough of them. Nine goals in six games—that's uh, unheard of since Higdon. Would well, you want Rangers? You
6: I think it's a conversation that could be had. However, if we're trying to wrestle the title back by, um, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no. no.
2: no. He scored more than your strikers.
6: He has, but you know you need to remember the the quality at Rangers. Um, that's fine that he's scoring goals at the moment. However, we're trying to win a league. We're not trying to stay in the league.
2: Aye, so, so 26. That's a struggling team. But Kevin Van Veen. I think he just scored Celtic. that one at the back post yesterday. Just
13: saying. And Eddie just scored against Celtic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgs, have you got a question? if you get a question for the uh, panel. My fan? question is, um, like, if if you were a manager, and how would you determine? Like, how how would you go and try and turn around a squad that looks destined for relegation? Like Kettlewell has done, and just all of a sudden restored belief into a score. How would you do that?
5: I'll I'll have a wee quick one because Mike and Dorit 2014s were struggling there a wee bit. <laughs> so I managed to get seven bottles of prime out of Tesco, <laughs> and uh, the turnaround's been incredible. But for me, if it were me, and hopefully one day or maybe I'll get that opportunity, I, I just think sometimes you have to strip things back to basics. Um, Sometimes when you when you're in a relegation fight, and I've been in quite a few with some of the teams I played with, managers come in and they try to do these master plans of tactics and try different things. And it's just for me, it doesn't work. Sometimes you just get to get really back to the basics of football. Get your players doing the basics well again, and build on that. Sometimes you just need to be harder to beat. So it might not be pretty, but if you get that point, a point that's better than none, it'll breathe confidence, you can build from there. I think looking at Motherwell, yeah, it's great Van Veen scored, but I think defensively he's have got a he's improved massively, Absolutely. which has been a, a a a a reason why he's picked up more points. And I think obviously when you walk into a struggling team, I think if you can get and it just depends obviously the type of manager that's coming in, Keterwell might have a completely different attitude than what Hamill had. Get players on your side, find out if there's any poison, as you say, in the dressing room, try and weed that out, ask questions, and basically just try and build and hope that you get a, a reaction. Mm-hmm. And Motherwell clearly got a reaction, like, um, where is it? I can't even see the strips, my eyes are fucked. Then D. United, under Jim Goodwin, they've managed to get a reaction. Um, where is it, D. United, fan? i right am
8: not got to strip on, but yeah. Fucking yeah, hell. Got He's
5: not got his strip on. That's why. Oh, that's why. I couldn't even see the orange bit in there. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I would do, Gogsy. Aye,
13: because like even in the post-match interviews, like under Hammy, it was the same every week. Aye. Because it was the same problems. But Kettlewell as, like his the way he speaks. Like I actually feel confident just even listening to him speak. And I mean, having a good talker is always going to manifest some good results in yep. my opinion but of course it's always the actions that do prevail in, in terms of having a good manager. Well, you said
1: on a podcast once that he wouldn't uh, inspire you to get off the couch. can you believe I said that because we met
3: him and he was fucking fantastic wasn't he? Aye, he was good. He you was places, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to swap places Slaney? Do you sit up here? I loved him. <laughs> Naked but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd been an inconsistent season
1: for Habs but Lee Johnson's guide you top half finish does he still have work to do to convince the fans?
12: Uh, aye. Massive. Uh, <laughs> It's been a mental season, like we've we've had obviously the 6-0 uh, with Aberdeen, sorry to bring that up, um, we've been away to Livingston, we got a big win, won the last derby, which we never, apparently never win, we'll be 1-1, um, and then you go and lose to Mullerwell. We'll oh, <laughs> oh right, it took no, you three
3: years.
2: Oh, it took you three years, see. but
12: well, no. Hey, but season's not finished yet,
2: you what, just um... I
12: still don't want to go, he's only out of reach yet, Um Aye, so we lost to Mullerwell, lost to Dundee United, we needed to win against St Johnson really to guarantee top 6 to make sure it was in our hands, fucked that up, but we sort of stumbled our way into the top 6, so he's sort of hit his first target, but still quite a way off uh, where we need to be.
1: Why do you think
5: they've uh, struggled for consistency so much this year? Uh, obviously they've had injuries to key players at points this season you Obviously, think Martin Boyle got injured there he obviously had Miss Nisbet for long parts of the season he's come back in, looks good I, th- I think I think they'll struggle to hold, keep a hold of Kevin Nisbet whether he goes south or whether maybe one of the other Premier League teams Bobby, I think your team could do him um, I think uh, it's probably keeping the same 11 players consistently on the park each week when you are talking about earlier with Celtic having the same back five Consistently, that that helps. Whereas I don't think Hibbs, the ch- the team seems to change every week. You learn that he one week he's up front, one week he's out in the wing, trying to accommodate people, fit people in, and that's probably one of the reasons why. Obviously, you've got your result against um, Hearts, must be confident going to Tynecastle in the split. Oh, I always confident going there. Don't know how.
12: <laughs> you think you've got a better squad than Hearts? See, if I'm honest, me, I don't know enough about Hearts to say one way or other. I didn't really. I can't, kind this of sounds like a a dick thing to say. I didn't really pay attention. to I'm like, pay attention. to Hibs I didn't really know enough about Hearts. Other, oh, but than you know
3: that you must know the squad of players.
12: Not really. Like I, I, I when they come up against <laughs> Hibs, and I, 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 I can ten games, Slaney. I I can't. I, I, I can who the Hibs players are and whether they're they're matching up against them. But I I couldn't go man for man who the Hearts team are. Uh, to say, it. and that's that's maybe a bit of ignorance on on my part, but I just been honest. Like I did not I d I not pay attention. But cheers to for that. that. You can't be confident going
1: into summer in terms of recruitment because it's been so hit and miss as well, isn't it?
12: Aye, so we need to get the the director of football that they've been talking about. So I mean, they're talking about whether that's like Mick Sue or Raymond Spark. I suppose you
5: as a Hibs fan, will not be forced to who the director of football is, as long as they bring in good recruitment.
12: Aye, and that's it's massive because the recruitment last summer was a disaster. Yep. really. Um, so they've got a big job. And I think then they need to look at like the medical side of things because we've had loads of like muscular injuries this season. Where like I, I reckon how close we would have been to third if we'd kept Nasmyth, uh, Begidi and Boyle fit all season. Like if mm-hmm. we'd if we'd had those three as uh, up front, I think we would be third clear. Given that we're only like I don't know nine nine away from Aberdeen now, and we've been awful. Like the games that we've lost, uh, if we'd had a finisher on a bit more potency in attack, we'd have won it I, agree,
2: it. I agree with you there, but every club's had their injuries, even you look at Hartsway, Boyce, Beningame, Halkett, Greg mm-hmm. Gordon's been it for a while, you take them out of any team, they're going to struggle. Just, that that's, you know, that's part and parcel of football, but Martin Boyle is the biggest miss for me, right. because he can he can Win a game, no matter how what shape it is, he can find space to go in, to go and win games. He's been he's been the biggest loss for me.
12: Boyle slips other teams attacking as well because they kind of have fullbacks that bomb on. If you've got Boyle playing, because he's that quick, he, he, he just keeps them occupied. So the teams that rely on on, uh, on fullbacks coming at you. You just totally nullify them if you've got Martin. Boyle. It
5: terrifies the opposition. I, Doesn't matter who they're playing. Terrifies. It's him. the same with McGiddy on the other side. If you, like, I don't. Regardless of McGiddy's age. Of when he was playing for Hibs, he was one of the top performers. If you've got McGee on the left, Boy on the right, and Nisbet fit through the middle, that's scoring goals every week and every other week. It's as good as front three. Yeah, is it, it is. Outside the old that's just, well, probably better than Rangers right enough now, but sorry, guy. Sorry, Bobby. I'm just. He's called him Barry as well. <laughs>
6: I never called him
5: Barry.
1: <laughs> I fucking called him Bobby. <laughs> Barry. Uh, we've got a newcomer, Robbie. Stand up, mate, a wee tunnel. Come on, Robbie, boy. <laughs> looking great, mate. You're looking great. That's, That's a Jim like Bette bet isn't
5: it? Jim Bette. That's
1: House. That's a belter.
4: You like the strip?
5: Ah, it's class, mate. That's retro.
4: Years. Robbie Boy, can you believe the turnaround since that Darvel match? Oh, absolutely not. I was at that Darvel match. Were you there, mate? I? Yeah. At Recreation Park on that dreaded night and the abuse I gave that players <laughs> to <laughs> now... The praise I'm giving them, I couldn't believe it in a 12-week period. It shows how fickle we are as football fans, but that was something I wanted to ask the whole panel. Have you ever seen a turnaround like it from players? I know it's probably used so much downing tools, but from players playing so poorly to winning 8 out of 10 games under interim manager, it's unbelievable, really. It's, it's mental, that, though, isn't it? Because fans have got a right,
3: even when they, get, like, they turn around and start winning in games, and that, they've still got a right to be annoyed at the performances we're putting in. Especially when they get knocked out with Darvo. Especially
2: the Aberdeen performances because the Darvo was a bad performance. The one at Easter Road was way oh, yeah. worse for me. Way worse.
3: But players um, do they don't. Nah, I don't they would never go. At players and go. I'm not going to. No, oh, they time, don't.
2: Would they? No, they don't. They don't. And it's. It can be <clears throat> a number of things that, you know, I, I don't know what I don't know what happened. It can be complete lack of confidence. It can be, Ke- Kev. Was asked or answered the question earlier. If you can do uh, through a bad spell, what would you do as a manager? And it's simplifying it. And sometimes players overthink it, managers overthink it, and there's that much going on in your head that you can't function. And it's so, it, it, it shouldn't happen. And people look at it and say, for God's sake, you're a professional football player, you need to deal with pressure. Sometimes you can't do the simple thing of controlling the ball. Like seeing a pass, you see the guy five yards away from you. You can't play that pass. You can't lift your legs. It, it, it's a weird thing. I've experienced a
5: that weird thing. A culmination. Of loads things. of times. <laughs> I get sent out to fucking Rochdale. Nineteen years old, and I couldn't fucking honestly. I was a well. Somebody did say this anyway, but I was a proper imposter off it. I played at Rochdale. Horrific. But six months later, I was playing the Premiership. So that's what happens. It's like, like Faddy says, you, you can't even fucking think right. You're like, just bring the ball down, get it on the deck, and late to your teammate. And it comes, you're like, holy fuck, you think it's a fucking meteorite coming at you? Oh shit, here's this fucking ball, try to control it on a trampoline. And you can't. It's just fucking, it's I a think confidence that, that's thing. That's it
2: as well. When you're, when you're confident, when you're, you're ready and prepared, you just do it. So you know where to be, you've worked on it, you know defensively, you know your position, you know when the ball comes in, you need to step across, you know that if he steps across, my my teammate has to come with me, we clear it, and if the ball's coming up to a striker, coming a bit high, you just control it, you just either chest it down, or you hold the guy off, see when you're like, low, you go, oh for fuck's sake, that ball's coming to me, if I chest it, and I lose it, shit, don't lose it, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just try and protect it, and before you know it, the ball's come up, you've fucking lost it, or the defenders going? right, uh, he's gonna. if he crosses it, where's my man? And you're, you're talking to yourself and almost just confusing yourself. And when things are going well, as I would imagine they are now for, for the players, they just do it because they've worked on it. There's no thought process. There's no overthinking. You just got home with it because they're professionals and they're good players. But when you're in that position where you're in your own head, it is not a good place to be. In general as a person I'm sure you've all experienced it As a football player It is not the best place to be When you're t- talking to yourself in your head Whilst you're trying to play a game of football I'm doing that right now <laughs> That's happening to me right now
4: <laughs> No i
2: Robbie,
3: would you,
4: are you happy that Brian Robinson got the job? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted But to be honest When he was first put in interim charge I was probably of the opinion of Chris Wilder, who Kev's clearly saying that oh, no. his football's <laughs> dire, so maybe glad we dodged the bullet there with You're Chris Wilder. But I think the Football mountain Board maybe got lucky with Robson because obviously he was ready at the club as an under-18s coach, and he'd learned his trade under Dent McInnes, and I was probably near the end of McInnes' either advocating for him to go because he'd run his course, and with Mc- Robson can see similarities in his football to McInnes, but right. what we've got to realise is that Aberdeen... We got a bit ahead of ourselves finishing third, getting Europe, getting the Cup semis and finals, that we maybe expected too much. And sometimes you have to have that reality. Obviously, right. Adam speaking as a Hearts fan, similar with what Robbie Nielsen said.
2: That's because you finished third behind the mighty well, that one. Yeah.
4: I, 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 maybe, it's, maybe
2: it's that far. <laughs> what an achievement that was for you that year.
4: honestly, oh, no, well.
1: Robbie, Ju- Duke and Miowski must be two of the best signings Aberdeen have made in recent years now. Nah?
4: Oh, they are, and that's why... I know Jim Goodwin was axed, and rightfully so, but him and Dan Moby to find these players in the first place, like from Benfica and MTK Budapest. And Yoba Ramadani, I voted for him in the club's Player of the Year. He yep. goes under the radar as a been really, excellent. really good midfielder and does his work very sometimes under, not underappreciated. And I think Duke obviously has been linked with Burnley, Fadi was an attacker. I run an Aberdeen fan page as well, and I wonder, like, folks quote five million, ten million. A guy like Duke comes to the Scottish Premiership. How much if Aberdeen were to lose him in the summer, would they be getting for him? I'd take Duke. Just to and let you know I, we would I, take him. These teams Duke. as well. I
2: think oh, that's a good. It's a tough one because you're only well, you're, you're only worth as much as somebody's willing to pay. Oh, right. And if Aberdeen were to get an offer, he but one and a half, two million.
4: I oh, know. Would they take it? They'd probably do, but I don't do think, you think so. Right. Do you think so? Mm, well, when McFarland being linked with two million move to Bristol, sitting, I think that's too low, and Duke's a player similar to Jota, guys that light up the league, and you think Hibs fans signed Tavares, I think, from Benfica B, look at the contrast of what he's done and what Duke's done, but I think a lot of people forget Duke, his first start wasn't until about September, October time, he was eased into Aberdeen, and now he's an 18.
0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
4: Goals and how many assists, So I think. I think the problem you've got,
5: Robbie, with, with, with English market is they don't treat our Scottish market very fairly. No, they don't. They always underpay for our good players. Um... And I think, like Faddy says, he says, like 1.52 million. I'm not no valuing him at that. No. Just but see, see if a Burnley point. come in and say 1.52 million quid, the chairman of might just think, you know what, that's more than, we'll, we'll just take that. They might haggle for a wee bit more. If you look at the, the Lewis Ferguson situation, obviously that was a bit of a, and they ended up losing out in that one. So asking for too much. So he might look at that um, experience and maybe deal with Duke. The idea of going for five, ten million would be a fairy tale in Scottish football, a, a great bit of business for Aberdeen. But is a team, going to look at Scottish football and think, "Well, oh, he scored. He's come from Benfica, be 18 million, uh, 18 goals. We're going to give five million quid." It just isn't going to happen, sadly. Um, but whereas five million for no, whereas obviously Bobby said there they would take him at Rangers. I think he would be, he would do a right good job at Rangers. But Rangers would probably have to pay more for him than what Burnley would because of the same league. So it's a tough one, but you've got to give Jim Goodwin credit for unearthing because yeah, yeah. cause I know Bob uh, Barry Robinson's come in and he's turned things around, but the players that Aberdeen had in their squad initially were good. Something just needed to change. And obviously Barry Robinson, I, I felt when he got the, the interim role, because he made such a quick appointment with Steve Agnew yeah. from Middlesbrough, that told me that he'd already done his his bit of due diligence and his research, and I think those two combined has made the difference for Aberdeen. And I'm buzzing the day that he's got the job. I just hope that he can continue on. Maybe no finish third like Hearts to finish. Think Aberdeen will finish third or just to. I think definitely. I, I think so. Aye. I think the is
2: incredible, oh, yeah. considering where they were. Yep. Because you'd have been fearing relegation, am I right? Is that over dramatic?
4: Yeah, Farley, at one point, after dive, and obviously losing 11 0 in Agri 8 in Edinburgh, I was feeling the worst, thinking, oh, it's the first time in my lifetime I'm going to see Aberdeen second tier. were on the, like, column them all sorts. And that's what I say the upturn is unthinkable in what they've done. And got to thank Barry Robson. Probably, final question, kind of, probably to. All he's played the game. The fact that Robson comes in, first thing he does, Anthony Stewart brought in as captain by yep. Jim Goodwin, he loans him out to uh, MK Dons, and I don't see him seeing out his two-year contract now. And I think I'm not victimising a player, but the difference having Matty Pollock and um, what's the name, Angus McDonald alongside Liam Scales instead of Stewart is night and day, and it just shows how one little tweak can go a long way. And I think that's seven clean sheets in a row. The only goal of conceding eight was against Dunn United from a penalty, which is remarkable, really.
5: See, when you, when, with the minute you start getting loaned out to MK Dons, it's game <laughs> over then. <and> that's
2: <laughs> see, see,
5: on that as well, uh, that, was a, it that, that was a move that had to happen. Yeah, it was he a had to well. get Anthony
2: Stewart out of the team to get him out and loan and get somebody to take him. Brilliant. Because everybody could see it and see, as a fan, you're watching it. As a neutral, you're watching it. But the players on the pitch know it as well. See, when you've got a player and you know either he's no the player you thought he was going to be, he's no bringing that performance level, you know it as a player, as a teammate of somebody. And if you've tried to coax something out of him or have a go at him to say, come on, we need, we need more for you and they've not been able to get it. He was a, he was a big part in, in their games, the, the way that he played the game. And it's brilliant. You know, you've got a guy coming in as interim manager, bringing in Steve Agnew, as Kev says, a highly respected coach. And then turning into the captain and saying, "I, I don't, you, you can't play for me. I need to get you at the club. I need to get you on." Brilliant.
3: So we're here. Hi, <laughs> uh, Yoon. If you talk, Levy. Yes. Yoon missed top six again. How gutted are you,
10: my friend? Uh, gutted, I mean, the last time I came on here, I was raving about Europe, and our season's <laughs> gone to absolute <laughs> pop since, <laughs> since I was on. So, uh, yeah, obviously gutted because it's second season in a row. Last game before we split, we've missed out, but our downturn in form and. Not even just the results, but it's the performances since kind of February. It's three wins in 11, not scored in six of our last 11, conceded, averaging two goals a game conceding. You know, the performances at away at St Mirren and away at Motherwell, away at Tanadice were awful. And I think since we've been up, this is our worst run of performances that we've had.
1: Why is it because- sorry mate, sorry, uh, sorry. sorry. No, on you go. What's changed? Marvin <laughs> no, because the size argue. of the squad? So Davey's always banging on about the size of his squad. If you look at how the end seasons then it would go hand in hand with what he's saying in terms of he's not got the numbers or the quality to go and finish in the top six.
10: Yeah, I, I think we had a team that was capable of pushing into the top six and I get the, the kind of party line with us is 10th and above as a successful season and I kind of echo that as well but I think we had enough in the building to push on top six and we were in a very good spot kind of sitting beginning of February. And even despite our running results, we were still in the mix going into the last game. But it's as I say, it's the it's the performances of have, have it's such a downturn in the stuff. And what is it, the intensity within the
1: performances?
10: it's yeah, I, th- I would I would say that kinda a lot of the games have been very un lately lightly. he was talking about the game against Hibbs, for example, we we looked a real soft touch. Uh the game at Far Park again got bullied by Van Veen at St Mirren we got bullied, you know. It's very un-Livvy like over the last couple of seasons, and we had a couple of decent performances before the international break against Dundee United and Ross County, but we didn't kick on from those decent performances, and we've missed out on top six because we deserved it because the the performances haven't been good enough the last few months.
3: And it looks like Nicky Dalen, he will be away in the summer, won't he? I think Martin Dale came out and said that, I'm sure. Yeah, well, that was kind of one of your best mates. (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's outstanding,
10: isn't he? <laughs> well, we sponsor Nicky on our podcast so we're obviously big fans of him but that was kind of my question to you guys is Davey's obviously been very public and saying that players are moving on and when you're still in a position where you're pushing for top six European football how does that filter in a dressing room when he's coming out and saying guys are not going to be here next year?
5: I think in a dressing room like Livy, I think they would understand that I think, I think if I was in the Levy dressing room and I knew that some of the players are moving on I think I would... I respect that, and I think I would trust them to see the season out. But I think because um, Levy will have a conveyor belt every season players in, players out constantly. Most Premier League SPL clubs do, but the thing with Levy, I've noticed we used to talk about in the podcast where. They only ever lost, they were so hard to beat. They only ever lost like a, by a goal here, but recently it's been like 2 0, 3 1. If you compare
10: us this season to last season, I think last season four times we conceded three or more goals, it's eight this Aye, season. So
5: there you go, that's I what think I
10: noticed. The majority of the games last year were to the old firm, which you kind of half expect, but we've had a 5 0 at Petodre, a 4 0 at Easter Road, 3 0 at Fur Park, 3 0 at uh, St Mirren as well. So yeah, when we've taken a few hidings this year, and as I say, we've
5: at times looked a again, little of soft touch, which again
10: is very unlike us.
5: Again, as much as the European football, no European football, top six, pushing for European football is a dream for Levy. Again, it's just probably grateful that he's have stayed in the league. No, oh, be, By, by bit the bit way, unfair. as I say, every season
10: that we're in the top flight
5: is success in our
10: eyes. There's some of our fans after the game at Tannadice were calling for Martindale's head, which I think utterly insane. Mm. Right? Utterly, utterly insane because... He's punching above his weight every single season. How could you sack a manager that's outperforming expectation every year? And I still think Davey's the right man for our club. He's a perfect fit. But as I say, the kind of the downturn and results and the it's it's not even the results. I expect to lose games as a Livingston fan, but it's the performances, just having they been there some games it's it's been pretty tortured to watch to be honest.
2: I think we live, going back to your question about him saying that there's gonna be a clear it, Livingston under David Martindale, David Hopkins, I know Kenny Miller was in. David Hopkins was everybody in it together, working hard, hard working, horrible team. Didn't they get the credit they deserve for the actual football they played? Because first and foremost, fight and scrap, get the ball forward, make teams defend, put them under pressure. If the ball comes in a box, we defend. That's that's no been there for the last few weeks, as you said. And when you're at a club at Livvy, if you're not all in and you're one or two that are short, you're fucked because that's how you play the game. Maybe the players have had their eye on leaving in the summer anyway. Maybe Davies sensed that a wee bit and thought, I'll give them a chance. Behind closed doors, he said, look, we need to get back to what we're good at. And he's he's maybe said that privately. And now he's come out and says, there's going to be a clear route. We're going to start again because... Either the players do not respond to the message or the players are thinking about what they're going to be doing this summer anyway. There'll be some that will move on to bigger and better things. There'll be some that don't and think they might be, but they won't because they've got a good manager there. And the biggest thing he's got for me is his man management. You can tell we style. He gets the best out of every single player in that team and he's not getting it at the minute. So maybe that's a drop-off for the players and his message and he thought, I need to get new players in
10: to go and start a game. I think... I think the kind of I think Davy and the players put a bit of pressure on themselves because there was again it was getting talked up about top six European football when every season we kind of stick to the party line of tenth place and above. And I feel after the game at Four Park in particular, I think Davy tried to take a bit of pressure off the players and kind of he came out with a line saying, "I don't care about sixth place." I think he made a good point there, and that everybody was talking
2: about Livingston being a stick on for top six, getting European football, bringing it to Livingston. Sometimes a player, and, and maybe what's happened is auto, the players then start thinking, no, the players shouldn't think they're good, but they're maybe thinking about that themselves and what they're actually good at and what got them there. They've maybe stopped in the, the wee extra yard that they have to do, the wee horrible part of the game that you have to do. And maybe they've thought, oh, we are a good team and we, we, can, we can maybe just turn up and not be at full pelt. Livingston can't be like that. Most of the teams in the league can't be like that. That's why you know Aberdeen go through their struggle because they know that the first and foremost is your hard work, your organisation, then the basics of the game, defending when it's on to defend. No team in the league can get away with no doing that. So I think that maybe that that's maybe a, a, an issue that's that's affected the squad and that people are saying no, no longer saying oh, Livingston the underdogs are punched above their weight. Now you're looking at Livingston saying, "Aye, could you see Livingston as a top six side? Aye." Uh, because consistently they're there there are thereabouts every year and everybody was probably saying, Ah, this will be the year and maybe the players believed it.
10: Yeah, I, I kinda agree. And as I say, I think the manager tried to take a bit of pressure off by kind of saying, Oh, sixth place it doesn't matter and it did get an initial response when it beat St Johnston, but then we followed it up with that shit show, to be honest, our performance at Tanadice and Look, between now and the end of the season, I think the manager's come out and said that guys who aren't going to be here next year aren't going to be featuring as much. He's going to see what he's got in the building going into next season. And I think next year's going to be tough once again, recruitment-wise, given our budget and our resources. But I think this could be his most difficult one. He's, as you mentioned, he's losing Nicky Devlin. He's going to be losing Jack Fitzwater. Is Nubli away? Nubli's signed a new deal, but there's every chance that that Bunce will end up going if we get a decent offer. I think if we got anything upwards of yeah, half a mil pounds, we'd be looking at that. Nuble, would you take him? He's he
6: bullied. He bullied our defence. And for a striker that plays up top on his own, he can run, he can hold it. He's technically, we talk about power and pace, but the, he can play. Do so you think he's better than Van Veen,
10: Bobby? Because <sighs> you said not to Van Veen. Yeah. Van Veen's more clinical, I would say, than Nuble. Yeah. But Nuble's yeah, been. Noobly. Nubly's been so integral to us this season in terms of how we play, but I almost think we've been a little bit too reliant on him at times as well. All right, well, one is it, Mum? Your favourite team of the season?
3: I've oh, been outstanding, Sam Smith. What? What?
14: We joined Sam
3: by Smith? S- I've had so much. <laughs> sh- <laughs> <laughs> I've had so much shape for that. <laughs>
14: please, please name it.
3: Say <laughs> an incredible season, top six. What does that mean to you and all the St Mirren fans?
14: It means a lot more to some of the way some of the, our fans were acting as if it was like we won the Champions League, but I mean, to be fair it is a big achievement, I think for most of I'm only 24, for most of my life St Mirren have been shite like, <laughs> Everybody laughs though, but St Mirren have been like bottom feeders in the top flight, or they've been in the Championship for, I think we've been in the Championship more than we've been in the top flight for most of my life, so I listen, it felt good to finally Finally, be considered one of the, the better teams in the league, and I think over the obviously the last game when we lost to Colmarnock, we were we were dreadful, but I think over the 32 games, we were we were excellent. And I think for I mean, I think most of you wanted Stephen Robinson sacked. I, I did, I, did. I <laughs> what, did,
2: but see, after the League Cup campaign and after the end well, of it, last season, what did you think? It, was genuinely, 100%.
14: This I, I, I was he had
2: a go a lot well, of the, I was, the I people was was that said, Oh, everybody thought we were going to go down. What did you I, I didn't want fans? him sacked because. No, no, I didn't want him sacked Oh, no, no you think you were going to struggle this year?
14: No, honestly No? I, I, I didn't think we were Because I think he was forcing himself to be Something that we weren't I think in the League Cup games He tried to play 4-3-3 Which I think if everyone Like obviously Gogs He's seen it at Motherwell Like Robinson loves playing 4-3-3 He certainly does he never, had the, he never had the personnel And even the personnel that he signed Like Declan Gallacher's a great centre-half But he's not really good in a two He's better in the middle of a three yeah. that's, where he's, that's where his best performances have been In the way recruited Wasn't really to play A 4-3-3 Especially with younger like A younger's great And a pair But we were trying to play him out left at the start of the season We were kind of Putting square pegs And round holes But Since we shifted At the start of the season Even the first game of the season We could beat 1-0 For Motherwell We were great And since then, we just really Everybody keeps on.
2: saying they get beat off a of mother as if mother or shite was What's going
14: to. <laughs> I mean, apart no. from Liam Kelly pulling off two of the best saves I've ever seen in my life that day. I'm going to sound like Roy Keane, but it's his job, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I imagine a
5: goalie making a save <laughs> Jesus Christ So what's
14: been the, the, the turnaround For St Myrna Is it recruitment? Recruitment definitely Aye. Who's like,
1: been the standouts?
2: O'Hara
14: O'Hara Trevor Carson's, Carson's Trevor Carson's Trevor amazing. Carson's incredible Honestly one of the best keeper, pro- Probably the best keeper I've seen play if for He's the
2: a good Murn. team I spo- speak about everything That's good about Livingston I think St Myrna have that Aye. It's a, it's a well organised team Everyone Everybody's knows their at job. it And if you Aye. play well you will cause any team problems as has been shown this
14: season, particularly Aye. at home. I think talking about recruitment as well. One of the guys that flies like well under the radar, see Ryan Strain, is yeah, I agree, like comfortably brilliant. one of the best fullbacks in the league, like by by a country mile. Like he's assisting, goal rate. For Obi, <laughs>
2: Obi <laughs> the right
5: back.
14: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Stephen
1: Robinson's the faddy, and he's two, he had Motherwell third in the
2: league. Am I right? But he will he think within himself that he can get some in there? Aye, he will. Without doubt. Without doubt I think that he's got a He's massively confident In how he works um, And if he gets The buy-in for the players Which he's done Then they'll get results Because They have good players Technically good players It's similar to what I just said About Livingston But first of all They're a horrible team To play mm.
14: against we don't, we don't actually get credit For the way we play football oh. To be fair we're a, we're a pretty good football side I know we only have like 25 35% of the ball most weeks, but what we do with the minimal possession we get, we're clinical. Like St. Mirren know how to put teams away, and I mean, that's why we've got where we are. But I still don't feel that we get enough credit, I don't really care about folk.
5: See, you on uh, St. Mirren last year, did they not? Am I not right in saying that they posted like a loss in terms of 1.7 million. 1. million? Aye, so in terms of finishing top six, this must be a massive boost, obviously behind the scenes, Aye. because it would be a worry that if they finished in the bottom half.
14: The, 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 the talk with the Chairman was we budgeted to finish 7th place. I know like every team can budget to finish whatever place you can budget for whatever prize money, but like we made a pretty bold claim, like John Needham came out and said, like we are budgeting to finish 7th for that is our, like that is our aim that 's the bare minimum and to be fair we 've done it, but we, we did put a lot of pressure on Stephen Robinson and I mean a lot of fans, I think after the first couple of weeks of the season Would have had him gone I mean fans would have had him gone in April last year. Because he came in and he said a lot of stuff that people didn't like. I think after we get beat 4-2 off him, way, we came out in the press and he said that like there's players here that have chucked it, there's players here that know they've got a move, which is bizarre because most of the team's still here. And I think the only two guys that left, like Matt Miller and Alan Power, who Matt Miller went away to play for a team in New Zealand. Alan Power's obviously away to Colmarnik. So a lot of these guys that he criticised in the press are still here. And I remember, I think it was even on the podcast as always well, he's had said it's a mental tactic to come out in the press and slate players, but... I think Does he it just do
2: that in the press?
14: Oh, I've been, I've been he's, told he's, he's, mental, ha, he's quite aye. hard.
2: But listen, he gets. He gets it's the way, the way he works. it works, right? As it is And the pressure, the that we underdog, you know, want to fight everybody and say, telling, "I'll show you." Aye, he it's, loves telling everybody that best. he's saying best. It is him at his best, and the la- going into the last game before the, 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 the decider for the top six. And I know a lot of people still say, "Oh, St. man, we're terrible." And you are you've come on and said it. It's no right to say that, that it was a poor performance but you're no judged on that game because ultimately you finish top six and for the whole of the season, apart from that game, you think St Man have been good, they've been punching above their weight and you finish where you deserve to finish, it, it, it doesn't matter what anybody says, I wish to beat them, like you're saying I know Liam Kelly makes the two saves that's that's football. That's what happens. But in the end, at the end of the season, when you finish in that position, Graham Alexander had it last year, and he gets slaughtered for it, and ultimately loses his job. You finish in a European spot. Well done. <laughs> you can't surely any club like Mother, St Man get into a European spot. You can't go. Ah, I know. But see if we'd have played a wee bit better and had a wee bit more finesse about how we played, fucking take it. It's St. Man they've had the. They have had the pundits. I know that you feel they haven't. They, but they have because everybody recognises you got St Man. Going to St Myrne one of the hardest places to go this season and that's a credit to the manager and the players.
5: So see now, top six, Europe. Think you can do it?
14: I would I would love to, but a lot depends on the first two games in the split. We play Hibs away on Saturday and then we've got Hearts at home. I don't really expect to take much. I mean, I don't expect to take it off the last three. You've got, what, Celtic away... Aberdeen away and Rangers at home. I mean, by that point, Aberdeen and Rangers might not be playing for it. I know Celtic are only going to be playing for it really because they're going to have the league wrapped up at the weekend. But I, I don't know. Like, so
2: is that that's favourable then?
14: It is. Got to be looking at that. I mean, positive it's f- the way Stephen Robinson sets his team up. Aye he'll be,
5: he'll be. You, you commented that side about St Mirren that night they played Celtic at Celtic Park. Didn't they didn't sit and they went at Celtic. Yeah. Obviously got picked off. But now nah, mirren has been. Uh, like I said, I was I was quite critical of Stephen Robinson early on, and I thought he should have got the sack. But Kevin, the fuck do I know? Do you think teams will be looking at Stephen Robinson? Well, Stephen Robinson obviously did well with Motherwell, that got his move to England. Didn't he quite work out in England, and then he's come back up and took the opportunity with Samara and Got off to a slow start, but ultimately has shown that he's got good managerial qualities because. A bit similar to how Derek McInnes probably did when he he was managing up here with St Johnson, went down south, didn't he quite work at Bristol City and then came back and done really well with Aberdeen. So it shows he has something and the fact that he's playing the the, the formations and the personnel that he's brought in shows that he has got the capabilities of being a good manager. I know Hearts fans probably wouldn't be grateful for him but there'll be somebody there somewhere, maybe the English Championship again that might say, you know what, this guy's got a wee bit of credibility
14: here. He said before he done it, I can't remember who it was he done an interview, I think it might have been Motherwell, he done an interview with Motherwell's podcast and he said that when he finished third be Motherwell, he expected a lot more. In England, he expected that he maybe would have got more attention. I think it might have been Bournemouth that he applied for twice. And he chucked his application they, never, they said they never get back to him And I think there is I mean you said it earlier There is a wee bit of a snobbery When you were talking about Duke Like Teams in England don't really care About what Teams up yep. here do like, they, they I don't. think the
2: issue on that one Is he's been at Oldham and Morecambe Aye. So he has He has managed in there um, I, I would go into Why he's successful People look at it and say Fucking hell he always signs players That he's, he's managed before But if you're signing a player Based on ability You can't see their character you mentioned coming out and having a go at the players. He knows these players. He knows what makes them tick. He knows how to get the best out of them. So, as well as signing good players, he's signing the characters that he knows he can manage and knows that they can respond to how he manages. It's not for everybody. That's the same with every manager. How they manage isn't for everybody. Get players in, you get a response to, and you'll be successful. And that's what he's done. But, look, if he goes and takes it mainland to Europe, I think, you said you celebrated a Champions League. I remember last year... Sorry, Motherwell playing at Livingston, they go and get the draw. The celebrations that day were incredible because as a player, you start the season and no matter what your manager says or the chairman says or the people that are running the club with the the money, we budget for 10th. You budget for 10th so that see if you finish 10th, you've budgeted for that. You aim to get in the top six. And once you're in the top six, especially now, fifth place can be European football. That means mega money for the clubs.
1: Right, we're on to the battle at the bottom. Everyone agrees between the four teams? United, St John's, Kelly and Ross County, aye? Aye. And who, have got, if we need to put you on the spot now, who will finish bottom?
5: <sighs> sorry, pal, but I think I can do Ross County, Yanks. Ross County, aye. Based but on what, kind of the recent performances? Just recently, aye. I think this time last year they went on a mad crazy run that prompted them right up the season, but up the table, sorry, but this time around, that's 6-1 drubbing to hearts. Was it 6-1? Aye. What does that do for the morale conference Whereas Kamal who can he win a game away from home Going beats at Mirren Who's high flying Top six Jim Goodwin And at Dundee United They've managed to get a A kick Big Milky's going to need to fucking do something for a kick I don't know what it is um, Got some good players But I just don't think that Ross County's going to do it Paddy
12: I'm
2: going to sit in the fence Because oh, Well it is a shock But I'm not. Lights I'm not. Like I, you can't write Ross County off because they've beaten three of the bottom six in the last six weeks. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I've been they the can produce a result. Killie, you would have said at some Pink point Mavic. they can't win away for home. They go and win away for home. Dundee United. Three weeks. Three games ago, you they went. Stick ons to go down. They win three games in a row. St Johnston. Three games ago, no chance of being anywhere near it. They're in it. So. And the, the beauty, and people can slag the top and they split all they want, the beauty of the split is, they all play each other. So it comes down to your bottle as much as your performance and, and as much as how you're going to approach a game. How how much can you deal with that pressure? If you win that game, you go above that team. If you lose it, you're marooned at the bottom and you don't need to look at, oh, by the way, that's no fair because we've got Celtic away, our Rangers away, our, our Aberdeen, our, our Hearts away. They're all playing each other, so there's no excuses. It's it is genuinely too close to call for me. Sorry, what about
1: you? I said Dundee United, but I think Jim's done enough to turn that around now. I, I fear for St Johnston. Do you? I think every team's got something. Ross, Ross County, good home form, Kelly, good home form. I'm not convinced with St Johnston.
5: Why well, don't we ask the four fans? Who do you think will
1: we'll end up finishing bottom of the league?
5: I want to ask the St Johnston guy because I've obviously heard from a good source the other week there that played Levy. And he thought that Levy were poor, but he thought that Johnson were absolutely shit. So tell me the truth. I wanted. I switched it off. Aye, is it that bad? <laughs> I. I that bad. What, what? What? What's? What's struggling? Because obviously, at some part of the season, there Stevie May was flying. Have he stopped scoring goals, or is it just? Before uh, we go one, Kev, you said Jim Bet
2: for that strip. What are you saying for that one? Roddy I, Granson. I, I didn't. I didn't really fall is it Johnson. no. Seen that one?
15: Paul Hartley, Tommy Love era. Um, going back to your point Sorry about St Johnson-Livingston It was one of the worst games I've ever watched
10: Yep One uh, of the rare times I've enjoyed a game of football In the last three months To be,
4: <laughs>
15: <laughs> How bad are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Stevie May does well When he's got somebody next to him So when Clark was next to him mm. He started to score With Field bear mm. I don't know who Was on that transfer But He's not going to do anything to save us. <sighs> Got Zach Rudden from Dundee. Why was we signing somebody from the championship? They're very similar, aren't they? Rudden and me. Well, Rudden doesn't stop either, and he is younger. And when he comes on, he's always wants to win the ball, but he's not good enough to keep the ball.
2: But th- you made a point um, about Nicky Cart, Nicky Cart's clever footballer. Just when a, a partnership, can get the best out You've got Stevie May and Zach Rudden that are they want to chase everything, yeah. they want to yeah. fight for everything, yeah. they want to run in behind, they well, want to Stevie score May's goals. That maybe strikers don't necessarily score, you know, if outside the box or speculative efforts.
15: Well, see, Stevie May's best season is 2014. Everybody knows that when he had McLean Aye. playing with him, it was little and large, mm. and they he was he scored unbelievable amount of goals, but this season. Start season, we didn't have a striker with him and he was struggling because he's a lone striker, he wants to chase everything. Got Nicky Clark in, and we started winning. We started actually doing well up front because there was two guys up front. Davidson's problem was he was living on the cup double. Mm. Now, Faddy, you did say that's rubbish. Of
2: yeah, it, imagine living off of that. When, I know, it oh, cups believe that me, season. but he is
15: a rubbish. But how long do you give a manager? He, he was given last season. We came, you know, second bottom. I think we actually only won because Inverness ran out of steam. Because up to half time in the game at McDermott, they were in it just as much as us. Second half of that, we steamrolled them. This season, he was given the season again. I personally think he should have left at the start of the season because he would have went was high, you know, out on a bang and at least showed that he's still a club legend. He still is. I'm not going to take that away from him. But this season it's going down the exact same route as last season and this is where we needed a change. Now, the problem that we've got is I don't know if McLean is the right manager to help him.
2: That was my issue. The timing. Yeah. is it Rather than anything. You, you you get rid of a manager with six games to go who's won two cups for you in the same season. I know, what. Like, you say you can't live off it. I'm sure you live off it with your mates. It's a lot of and everybody life. else. So it was a timing for me where, and you, and again, why are you sacking the manager? Just because, right? But St Johnson don't sack managers. I know they don't. So the form's not been great. I, I understand that. Results have been poor. Performance has been poor. If you're going to sack a manager, surely you've got a plan. Truthfully, I think they should have took McLean with him
15: because he's came in and his one game against Hibs was very much the same carbon copy.
2: How, how much it, is it going to change? You yeah. know what I mean. That's my but, point. It wasn't. I thought it was a shocking decision because why wait till you've got six games to go? Why wait till you're going into uh, battles where teams? But I've just said that are in the same position as you, where, where a guy I love, Steve McLean, I played with him. Brilliant guy, great professional, really good football player. He's never managed before. No. So no. you get into these games where you talk about having, you know, character, and he's got it in abundance as a player. I've not seen him coach. so I don't know, but you've also got a manager who has had the success. And listen, the season that Calum Davidson had was a freak. Nobody's nobody outside the, the the old firm or the traditional big clubs are ever going to do that again. But the thing is, it wasn't even. But it was there last Six season. Months. Well, but it was there last season, and they got you through it. And you've you've says because Inverness were rubbish, and no gave them any credit for it. But it's still a pressure no, situation. I said they were rubbish.
15: I said they ran out of steam. There was a difference. Is that the second half of the last game they ran out of steam because the first game it was two two. They were better than St Johnston. Second ha- game it was a draw at half time as well. it Wasn't until the second half that St Johnston steamrolled them. And I think they just ran out of steam, and that's because they play more games in the championship than they do in the Premiership when the playoffs. But with Davidson, if he was in charge, we would have got relegated. Um, There was no... The game against Livingston was... The players... You say that they don't give up, but it did look like none of them cared. They just wanted to get off and get away. And I felt sorry for Davidson because the players let him down. At the end of the day, I feel he wanted to do success, and he did. Do a success, but his time was to
2: come. And yeah, they only go. had to win two games, really. With six remaining, I couldn't see it happen. No, no. would do you think will finish bottom? I hope Ross County. <coughs>
15: <laughs> have you been? Would you, would you see yourself in there? Have you been completely honest? It'll come down to the Ross County game, I think. But also, our last game is at home against uh, Livingston. Sorry, and I think that is hoping Livingston have got nothing to play for. Play
5: for. Right, Ross County, we've just battled you there for five minutes <laughs> tell us how you got to stay up
16: I don't know if I can to be honest <laughs> I personally I think we'll probably finish bottom but I think our only hope is really if either Kilmarnock or St Johnston just collapse like United are probably safe now I think most people could probably see that but I think because we've got Livingston at home first game Livingston poor on the form I think if we could win that then that does put the pressure on yep. Pressure on Kilmarnock but I think I just I wish we were playing Comarnic early. Like I could, last day of the season. I could see it probably being done already by the time. So we the first
5: out. fixtures you are at home to Levy. Yep. And Comarnics. Oh, wait a, wait a Oof. Well, there you go. Three <sighs> points. Motherwell. Sure,
2: everybody's.
16: I thought I thought uh, that when they will play. be an undeserved oh. one. Is everybody Friday, else, you right know. <laughs> I thought that when they played Dungeon United as well, Motherwell, but then bottled that game. So.
5: <laughs> I think we are safe, mate. You're struggling. Uh, Which is a four points off uh, Kamarnik And is it five off St Johnson Six off team. Six oh, oh So it's yeah. between you and Kamarnik Kamarnik's got previous are staying up They'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> fucked me man what, what, hey, where, Where's Andy. that previous? That's the time yeah. I kept him up twice Oh that time oh. Right, anyway. Sorry, recent <laughs> history I was talking about Has yeah. it just
1: recent been too hard to replace Liverpool. players like Charles oh, Cook? Lost to Dundee. I know. Pretty,
16: pretty much, yeah He yeah. like, could
1: win not. you a game single-handedly, couldn't he? We don't, we make don't
16: make have it. a winger this season Who's capable of playing football Our two best players are by far Jan Danda. He's been injured yeah, he's the last good. four or five weeks And Brophy who's injured now hmm.
2: Brophy's yeah. a huge loss
16: Yeah, the two, loss. the two players, like When we beat, beat Kilmarnock 3-0, beat United 4-0 I thought, "Ah, this will be us fine," and it was Danda and Brophy who were the two,
2: the two best players in those games. Ah, Ryan Edders is your best player that
16: night, or United. Charlie McFadden. <laughs> be hey, leave him. but now both of them, like both of them, losing both of them. Like, we, be, we pretty much don't have a midfield without Danda. There's zero creativity in the team. So,
5: yeah, poor. Pretty Brophy, pretty is Brophy, a long-term one, or is he due to come back soon? Or
16: he got injured two weeks ago, and Malky said he was going to be out for weeks. Oh, which doesn't sound... <laughs> Dan, Dander should be back so I think our only hope he came, he came off the bench against Aberdeen and then against Hearts I think they just didn't even bother trying to bring him on because we're that, that far behind but our only hope is if he, if he gets fully fit by the time we play Livy next week then maybe we might have a chance but
2: do you know why you've got a chance? Though? your manager
16: mm.
2: I think you've got a chance yeah. because you're a manager you lose that game against Hearts and it's, it was a doing it could have been more but he was calm after the game. I know fans sometimes want to see passion and, and, and coming out and slating everybody. The slating was done on the pitch. You don't need to come out and slaughter them. He came out and he was calm. He spoke a lot of sense. I think, I think Malky gives you a great chance of staying up.
1: But then Dell's the same, isn't he? At He's very much the same. Because after that Celtic result, in performance you think they're going to go to St Merlin and get battered and he ends up t- getting a 2-0-1. And,
2: and what else? Really, last week... Uh, Vassell signed a new deal. Is it Joe Wright signed a new deal as well? Yep. And yeah. that was before the game at the weekend, wasn't it? And you're thinking, Phew, yeah, that's a big statement really. Yeah. Vassell's been excellent. That's a big statement that they're signing on. Gives you a wee bit of confidence that, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think Comarnock would get anything at St Man. I thought St Murn were going to go and get get the victory because, what was at stake, sell it, crowd, Comarnock couldn't they win away from home, but I think that was a big statement, signing players before you go into that game.
9: Aye, it kind of shows the intent, you know, that these players are putting trust in the club that will stay up as well, and Dale's and putting trust in the players to keep the club up, and obviously as you say, going to St Mirren, you're not expecting anything, I think a lot of the fans were just going more and, you know, they followed the club all season and it's a testament to the fans, you know, um, but it's... it's Kelly, they're so up and down, but Dale, you see it all season when they need a result, he pulls it, out mm. and that's that's why I think it's a good thing going into the split. As you say, you're playing teams round about you, they're battles, and he's he's ready for the battles, and I think that's hopefully going to be the difference for Kelly Grant. What's the split. been the differences in the performances away from home? <laughs> it's hard to tell. It's sometimes it's as if the players just don't believe they're, they're going to win. You know, at home it's it's totally different. There's a swagger about them, there's a confidence, but the away performances too often, it's as if they're just... But there has been games away. You know, The likes of St Mirren away earlier in the season, 0-0. Kelly, I would say they were the better team. Trevor Carson had a fantastic game. You know, there was the likes of away to Motherwell, down 2-0, look defeated. But come back, They draw two each, Paul scores a, a screamer, you know. So there is heart there, there's character. And so often this season he has pulled out a big result. When you know it looks as if oh, fans are against them, but then he pulls out big results against the likes of Hearts, you know. That's experience for me, because you know you don't get too up and
2: too down. You try and stay level, make sure that you're preparing properly. I mean, it's it's a question that a manager certainly there would have been asked. How can you know, win away from home? And you scratch your head because everything's the same. Preparation, everything's the same. But you've got a manager with that experience. You know, just. Knowing the players, like sensing when things need to change, whether it's that approach to training or how you speak to the the group, when you've got a manager with that experience, it's invaluable. It really is.
15: That's why I think St. Johnson's is going to struggle as well. But I also think Brown, the chairman, wanted to get Tommy Wright back in, but he rejected the chance. And I think that's why we've got. Would have you been happy up? with that? Going backwards is never good, but I think Tommy Wright would have only came in if he was guaranteed the job next season. And I don't think that's the right direction for the club. Um, I don't know who the right direction is for the club, but at the same you, time... You'd have been happy with that,
3: eh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> a guy we've kept waiting, Andy Winton. One of the best I've ever heard. Andy, boy, how confident are you, Jim, is going to keep you up? And what a job he's done, mate, is he?
8: Yeah, done a great job. Um I'm I'm confident. I don't think we're out of it at all. Um, because I mean we're going to St Johnson at the weekend, we're taking a big support. We sold nearly three thousand tickets in half an hour during the week, so the fans are on side because two months ago the fans were really, really unhappy. Um but you know, if we don't win and then if, if county beat Livy at the weekend then United because of the way the split works, United play County the next weekend with County with the opportunity to get off the bottom of the league. So um United have had three great wins in a row and, and Goodwin has really it turned it round. I think for a number of reasons it, it seems to be a kind of easy trope to throw when you come in but he talked about the fitness he talked about doing a pre-season within a season United have conceded the most amount of goals in the league in the last 15 minutes of games which is perhaps not surprising when you're at the bottom of the league also in the last 15 minutes of first half and they've lost the, the, the most goals in stoppage time so I put it down as a mental weakness before it may have been a kind of physical fitness thing and he's got the players from what I can see much fitter and they're now turning down games going to, to Motherwell turning a losing deficit winning the game they're finishing games strongly scoring goals late against Livingston and I think that part of that is fitness and, and, and there's other reasons as well but Goodwin's done really well I'm confident we can stay up but we're, we're definitely still in the mix Oof. What do you think the infrastructure at the United <laughs> <laughs> yes, <I. laughs> Is there
1: a director, a new director of football in place? No, I,
8: well, Luigi Capano is the chief executive, but no, Tony's obviously left, and uh, no, there, no one's been replaced. So, would you, if Jim Goodwin keeps you up, would you be happy to keep yeah, him? If Goodwin, if Goodwin I mean, uh, there's some fans saying if, even if if he doesn't, which I don't quite agree with. I think the, the remit has to be stay in the league and you get the job. Um, but yeah, absolutely. At the moment, he is. The, the supporters are buying him big time. So, if you did this job, you would quite you would get rid of Jim Goodwin. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, United have the sixth biggest budget in the league. They have the biggest budget in the in the bottom six They're from a four point Starting Ross County and and then you know Killianson Johnson there crunch games. If if we don't if we go down from there that that th- i take it it's not Goodwin's players. I get all that but I, yeah absolutely United shouldn't be relegated.
2: Oof. But but if they get relegated so now you would say Jim Goodwin's no the man to get you back up then.
8: I mean it's a difficult one, I wouldn't necessarily rule, rule, rule it out But I, I, don't, I, I think the remit should be pretty clear And the remit when he took the job is keep us in the league yeah. and you get the job Aye, so And there's been interest well, he, He's come in, sorry to
5: interrupt you He's come in there when he like, looked like it was inevitable And he's come in and won, like you say, three games on the bounds Yeah. Got his nine points that of given him a chance to survive And then you're thinking if he lose a couple of games and gets relegated You get rid of him Oh,
8: no, the, the remit when we weren't adrift when he took over, he had 12 games to turn it round, and we were kind of um, you know four points behind teams that aren't necessarily picking up points. So I think it's a reasonable remit yep. to say keep it. Oh, can yeah, you can get just the just job? I, I, agree, agree. A I agree. I it back I on you.
5: Right, Slaney said you were good. You are very good. I'll I think it's more.
8: right
2: because it was everybody looking at it thought. What are you doing? Why are you, why are you getting in there yeah. straight away? You've left Aberdeen under a cloud with the way the team's performing. You're into a team that. Let's be honest, looked highly unlikely to get themselves out of trouble. And no, because you, you could look at Dundee United's squad team and say, should be in the top six comfortably, should be challenging up there, third, fourth, fifth, because of the players I've got. But Goodigan in there was a massive risk for him. Yeah, and no for Dundee that- United, for him. Because if he doesn't keep them up, people are now looking at saying, right. You've obviously been sacked for Aberdeen, you've gone into Dundee United, particularly now, winning your three in a row where people are now saying they're going to kick on, they're going to win the games required. So if they don't stay up, then where does that leave him if it doesn't stay on?
8: And and that's where I think the fans really bought into it, taking it on a theme. You were talking about Tommy Wright not doing that uh, with Kilmarnock and the the fans, because he's staking his reputation on the line to an extent because if he's got the Aberdeen disaster on his CV and then he gets relegated, albeit not entirely just down to him, but he he can't turn around that situation, what's his next move? He might be done in football management. So he really has backed himself and and I I think that got instant respect from the supporters. He's probably on a pretty good bonus to keep us in the league, I'm guessing, but that. That's fair enough because that's when he to contract.
2: That's his bonus if he right. keeps. Well, it may, it
8: may well be, and, and he'll be entitled to it if he does. The same way that Robson's been given it on an interim job. And if you if you hit the targets and you keep, if, you know, going down could cost United a lot of money. Yeah. The owners have already put in a lot of money. I mean, the directors' loan accounts like Well, making quids. the top six cost you a fortune. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So,
5: I, it, but so they did say that if they went down, they weren't bothered.
8: No, the owners. The owners did say it's not the end of the world. The
5: end of the world. So he wasn't bothered.
8: Yeah, I think they were just. <laughs> Just saves it, Johnson and Kamal. I think they were a bit kids. shocked <laughs> walking in. I think they'd been shielded because they they've been in America. Aye. They were over at the Alkmaar game. They're good going into the pubs. Everything was going great. Then they they weren't back as far as I'm aware until basically the point where Askar and Fox left. And, like, he was waking up in his hotel in Dundee to kind of ask our outsides you know, outside his hotel room by all kinds. And re- I don't think they realised, they're kind of softly spoken guys, and I don't think they realised the kind of strength of the anger. You know, I I don't think they realised kind of what European football was all about or Scottish football was about in, in that extent. And so got a bit of a shock when they came over. How's good, how good good's Fletcher been? He's been so good. I mean, Bobby, did you take him at Rangers? <laughs> no, no, all day Think long. long Fletcher, and you get it's 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 not just winning the ball up top, but it's where he directs the headers. To. It's unbelievable the, it's the, the whole pass. Replay. Yeah, it's uh, because he he doesn't probably score enough goals, but it doesn't matter because he's mm. so integral to us. And that is why we're still in the mix because if he gets injured, we have no other options up front. Oh, mid- but he's better than your strikers, Stephen Fletcher, comfortably. Matter of opinion. It's <laughs> no,
2: it's fact. <laughs> it's fact.
8: Fletcher's been phenomenal for us I mean he has been probably our player of the year I mean pound for pound as I said in the United podcast recently Craig Sibild from Livingston but he's been me, excellent yeah, Sibild hasn't he Sibbled, um, as Aziz Biak, the Australian who did that wee mal- waltz through the Argentinian defence who watched the World Cup, which was yeah. totally bizarre, kind of going through him, Biak um, and Fletcher, the only three that I would give pass marks. Is Big guy
1: for Huddersfield's came in and done great. Yeah, back.
8: That's a fair point. He's not been there the whole season, but you're right. And Mulgrew has probably could not been great for the first half of the season. He, him and Will have switched to back four and I think yeah. they, they seem to be working well, but you're right. Aeem is one of these guys so that, that kind of likes walking forward, comfortable with ball at feet, but I think he could get himself into trouble quite, quite a lot. There's an error in him in most yeah. games, but he's raw. But he's a good player, you're uh, he's
2: been excellent. He's, he's been good he's since he's come in.
8: But Fletcher, Fletcher has led the line, and he is absolutely key to United.
1: I just wanted to ask a Kelly fan: Did you expect Kelly to be doing better this year than what they were doing, or did you expect to struggle?
9: Uh, I think there was a bit of hope there pre-season. You know, you've got McInnes there, who's arguably one of the best managers in the league. You know, he's proved that. So there is that hope. But you've also got to be realistic. You are just coming up after a tough season, so staying up was always the initial objective. But there was that hope. You know, you look at other teams yeah. who are, you know, getting top six, you, you to maybe be challenging that. But I think there was a realistic goal of just staying in the league this year and then building. Nice. If that you if really you stay great. up, what, what do you think
2: you need? Because a lot of the players were obviously there, the championship. What do you think you need to be where we used to seeing Derek McInnes up in the top six?
9: I think the the issue was a lot of the guys who were signed in the Championship got those two-year deals, which is probably alright at the time because you're you know, building a squad, but I think they'd certainly have to have a clear out this season. There is players that are hanging on probably in bigger wages than they should be, uh, and obviously McInnes, he's, he's got his recruitment team in that he wants now, so if he does stay up, it's his job to have a total clean slate in the summer, and he has got to bring his own guys in and and, and challenge, you know, and push up the league. And we've no spoke about you. your player that's been on fire, Armstrong. What a player? play frightening, isn't he? Fantastic. Yes. He's he's. There was fans last season who would not even have kept him after the season of the championship. He didn't he? He never get much of a run in the championship to be fair. But there was no. I don't think anybody could have expected that he would have come in and been because he's Kelly's player of the year this season by far. Look, there's no. There's no doubt in that. It's an Sorry, one mayor, The boy Watsons. Tremendous 18 year old Young player, yeah. oh, he's fantastic. What, and what a player! And fans have known that, have seen him in the reserves and the youth team. And, and that was maybe a criticism with McInnes that he didn't give these boys a chance. But he's obviously been working up and he, he was in training for day one with McInnes, so he's obviously he's known about him, but he's just kind of protected him. And he's already there's you know, kind of rumours about the likes of Spurs, there's no much in that. But there is going to be teams that are down south are going to, I know folk are laughing, but players you know for the academy down you know with the likes of brexit that's going to happen well you sold, sold one in newcastle did you Aye, charlie MacArthur. that's cool. going to happen more and more teams are going to take these players for their academy and and bolster them
11: you know finished snodgrass's hearts career as well he was brilliant when they beat us very good
2: aye, mm. very good player i think he's he might be one that makes that move
8: who will finish bottom
9: i think it'll be ross county aye.
8: i think county because we've got four points in them, but it's have you come down for dingwall Oh, just as well. No. Eh? Imagine coming all the way down here everybody to say Ross County up done. No chances
16: of doing that. If you right, want
6: to has, has Anything else you want to say before it? you go?
5: Hey. So I apologise, Tennedy, for. <laughs> Sorry, wee man, the hearts guy there. Just. <laughs> Come
2: from a place I love
5: I just, just He's devastating You know, yeah, you you know yeah. the Hearts fans I was complimenting that and
11: Scored the yeah. running against Tibbs You'll have you to yeah. buy Pint and Gorgie yeah, again This is
5: going you. out They're ah, going to be We'll see it It's alright I've seen, some, <laughs> seen well, some Thanks very much for coming Aye, no uh, Thanks, thanks everybody
11: Thanks everyone
1: for the questions Yes. Right that's us boys <laughs>